Well, welcome back. Here we are, episode four. Uh, we're titling this one, What is the Gospel? Jay, it's a man, it's a good evening. Uh, sipping on some tea right now, some honey tea, hot tea, hot chai tea. Hot chai tea. Yep. Can't, can't be, I'll say this. I did, folks, just teach Jay how to make hot tea. I'd never done it before. I had zero idea until, what was it, like 30 minutes ago? Maybe 30 minutes ago. Do you feel like a better man? I do. I feel like that's something that like I need to know how to do. I think now, so. I'm still more of a coffee person. That's fine. Me too. Me too. Knowing how to make tea, I feel like, is a pretty important skill to have. I think so. I think um, your your beloved wife will, will definitely enjoy that skill yeah. that yeah, you've it's, now it's got. It's one I need to have for sure. I think so. Uh, well, hey, let me let me point this out really quickly. Um, so if you notice anything different right now about our sound or our mics or anything, um, I won't I won't blame anybody in particular, Jay. Um, but Jay might have had his microphone backwards last time. Yeah. Uh, he, he might have. I'm not saying he did or he didn't, but I'm not denying the fact that it might have happened. Who would have? Th- I mean, I didn't. I had zero clue. First, I didn't know how to make tea until 15 <laughs> minutes ago. I didn't know until last week that microphones had a front and had a back. I had zero clue of the issue. Yeah. So if oh, well. it sounded a little off last week, that's why. I didn't even know until I told Carly after we recorded. I was like, hey, something just kind of sounded a little different with the with the sound. And yep. it sounded like I was a little more quiet. I don't know what was going on. And she was like, well, there's a white heart on the microphone. <laughs> was it facing you? Well, I was like, I didn't, I didn't know there was a white heart. So now the white heart is facing me. That's good. And your microphone has a front and the back it, too. It does. We actually learned this uh, just a couple days ago. We learned it. Finally, we tested it. It was like, hey, does it work here? Does it work here? Uh, we, we figured out that it does. Hey, here's something I was thinking about. Uh, in the movie Tangled, you probably didn't think I was going here. In the movie Tangled, Zero there's click. a song called Mother Knows Best. I think we can almost come up with the idea now. Carly Knows Best. For sure. Carly Knows Best. Yeah. Uh, she's helped us every step of the way. So, Carly, we tip, your, tip our hats to you. Uh, love you very much. So, thank you for that wonderful insight. Make us sound better than we, uh, than we could make ourselves sound. Definitely. With all of this sound equipment set up, I think... It, all of our important setup from the very beginning, she's yep. helped us with. She's helped us with it. I've had zero clue how to work any of this. Yep. So, Carly, shout out to you. Thanks for teaching us how to get on uh, GarageBand, how to That's use right. a microphone that there's a front and the back of. Yep. I don't know. Hey, we, the only thing we did was press record. That's right. That's Carly, Carly knows best. Uh, we couldn't be doing this, what we're doing without her. So, uh, we're grateful. Uh, but, Jay, hey, let's start off here. Uh, so, we ended last episode talking about our top five favorite athletes uh, to enjoy, really, that we delight in. If we're stealing the language of last episode, uh, we talked about different ones. I shared mine, uh, or some of mine. I say my top five. I know that's, um, <laughs> it could change here and there. It's very relative. Uh, you shared yours. Uh, and we got some comments this week, uh, and had some folks, you know, holler into the to the channel uh, in terms of on Instagram through text message and whatnot. So w- let's go through a few that people mentioned their top five players that they enjoy watching. Uh, do you want to start just by sharing a couple that were sent in to you? Yeah, I'll start with a couple that I got uh, sent to me on text message. This is honestly probably my favorite top five that we were sent. Yeah, this is from Abe. Uh, Abe, I think, is in third grade, but his eight-year-old, eight right? T- I think he's eight. Eight yeah. years old. Eight years old. His top five is legendary. Like as far as legendary goes, right. he he has yep. 
like a Mount Rushmore. Far here. better than mine. It's kind of a Mount Rushmore plus one. So his top five was this. He had Albert Pujols, number one. Legend. Legend, without a doubt. Number two, Peyton Manning. Legend. Number three, Kobe Bryant. Oh, my gosh, legend. Number four, Larry Bird. Legend. Larry Legend. Larry Bird. Number five, and I re- I respect him for this. Okay. I love this. Number five, Muggsy Bogues. Interesting. Muggsy Bogues made the top was he, five. Was, let's see. Was he the guy that was like five, six, five? He might have been shorter than that. I want to say four? he was like five, three, five, four. He was in Space Jam. Okay. He was in the original Space Jam. So if you're a Space Jam fan out there, he was, I don't know what like Monstar he turned into, sure, but sure, he was sure. obviously the shortest right on. NBA player. Uh, so yeah, Muggsy Bogues. I love that pick at the very end. That is a legendary. That is a, you said a Mount Rushmore. It's like a Mount, I like that. Mount, That's good. Mount Rushmore plus Muggsy. That's really, really good. Uh, I like that. Hey, tip was, my hat to you, Abe. That's a great list. That is man. a, that is great a great list. top five. One of the, might be the best. Yeah, probably we, the best one we got. We heard. Uh, my dad texted me his, which was kind of. This is awesome. It was fun. We had a couple of similar names on ours. Okay. His number uh, one was Michael Jordan. Uh, number two, he had Greg Maddox or Nolan Ryan, okay. which I think he kind of cheated there. I don't think yeah. you're allowed to pick two on a top five, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> number three, Sean Dunstan. Okay, so he, ne- never even heard of him. He was a shortstop for the Cubs in uh, the 80s and 90s. Okay. I was actually able to meet him. Me and some friends were up at a, a Cubs game, a Cubs series when they were playing Heck the yeah. Giants a few years ago. And okay. Met Sean Dunstan at the mall, and he was like, hey, come down during awesome. batting practice. Uh, I'll get some signed baseballs for you That's guys. Awesome. So I was able That's to cool, give, one and, I love uh, that. give one to Dad. Number yeah. four, he also had Brian Urlacher. Oh, man. And number five is Kerry Wood. So two Y'all, bars yeah. were, That's were the Bernard. same. Yeah. yeah, little bit of a theme there. There so, you go. Yeah, still, I think Abe's was great. That's a good one. Yep. Okay, uh, I'll share a couple now, uh, a couple of my favorites. So this one comes from Cliff Easter, okay? Cliff Easter commented oh, on the channel. Uh, it's a good list. I'm going to guess it's Red Sox heavy. Um, yeah, two. Is it? Two out of five. Yeah, two out of five. Two out of okay. five. Um, so starts with Michael Jordan. Um, great. I mean, GOAT. Probably, yeah. We won't, we won't get in that yet, but go. Different, yeah. Uh, Pedro Martinez, yeah, that's good. That's a good choice. That is a good one. Uh, Pedro, one of the best, I mean, pitchers of all time yeah. at Red Sox for sure. Uh, Big Poppy, David Ortiz. Um, I, don't, I don't know much more to say. Big Poppy. That, yeah, Big that's Poppy. great. Big Poppy. Uh, Troy Palomalu, fun one. Really? Uh, the Flying, do you know his nickname? The Was he the... Uh, Flying Hawaiian, the Flying Hawaiian, was that, and now he's in the Head and Shoulders commercials. Yeah, that's what I I remember him. He was on the cover of like Madden Eleven. It was with Larry Fitzgerald, and then he was yeah, on like he was every Head and Shoulders commercial. every Head and Shoulders commercial. Um, is he still on him? Oh yeah, him and Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, he's yep. on him with Mahomes. Mahomes now, is right. in there, and yep. then the final. This is probably my favorite pick, uh, and he actually had an honorable mention as well. Okay, uh, he had as his last one QB. Okay, Jay Bernard. <laughs> shout out! He's to giving you, you a shout hey, out. I made I made the top five. And awesome. then his honorable mention is Jay at linebacker. Yeah, uh, which I'm I don't know about that one. I wasn't big on defense. <laughs> I, I'll just I'll leave it at that. I won't say anything else. Okay. Cliff knows though. I, right. I wasn't a big fan of de- playing defense. Um, and then here is another uh, the final five that I really enjoyed as well. This comes from Silas. We we shouted at your brother. Uh, we'll give you a shout out now. Uh, number one, Auburn Cam Newton. Specific to Auburn, I think Auburn Cam Newton it. is definitely definitely the best version yeah. of Cam Newton. I, I respect that one as well, even as a Bama fan. Uh, number two, 
Red Sox, Manny Ramirez. Uh, great pick as well. In the left field, wherever – I think he played left field. Yeah. Right, um, left field, great hitter. Just some swag. Just knew he was the dude. Uh, Titans, Chris Johnson. Great pick. Oh, CJ2K. CJ2K. Uh, I good love that choice. pick as well, so good job on that one. Patriots, Vince Wilfork is also <laughs> oh good. Gosh. Biggest human you've ever seen. Uh, rock number 75, just kind of awkward as a defensive tackle, but dude was a man. Um, I remember a video or a picture of him wearing overalls. Yeah. And just kind of no shirt under. That is dude. a legendary picture. Yeah, legendary picture. picture. Um, and then here's it. This is probably my favorite pick that he put, and it's West Virginia Tavon Austin. Okay. Uh, Tavon Austin arguably has the best highlight tape, college highlight tape, like ever. Yeah, it's good. Um, if you're a guy listening, and you've been to college, you've watched that tape. Uh, even if you played sports in high school, if you did anything, if you're a guy, I, I, I'd argue that you've probably seen that yeah. tape. Uh, heck, you'd sit down around the couch. At least we did. We'd, we'd watch it. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's the, what we did. That is a, that's a good pick. I that's remember when pick. he came. I think he came into the league with the Rams, and just seeing his college highlight tape, like I remember he was a guy – Whenever he was a rookie, everyone wanted in fantasy because it was like, you know, he was so explosive. So explosive. But he's had a really good career. He's had a good career. I think um, just a little maybe small, but super, super fast. Uh, so those are some good top fives. They were. I'm happy yeah, about that. I did see one. For... One of my favorites was Tiger Woods, and I actually think I, I should have put Tiger Woods on there, yeah. at least a golfer. Um, man, Tiger is unbelievable. So um, somebody put that on there, which is which is a good yeah, pick. As well. That's good. Thank you guys for yeah. sending those in fun. on Instagram. Super fun for texting those to us. They were really fun to listen to and Super. even to to talk through with one another. Yeah. Now, kind of transitioning into our sports talk for the day. If you are a sports fan, you are well aware that right now is kind of one of the worst sports times of the year. Really, yeah. once the Super Bowl ends, yeah, not a ton is going on. Uh, spring training just started, Huge. which is nice. That big. Is, that's big time. I love I've been it. watching it uh, a lot recently. The Daytona 500 just happened, if you're a NASCAR person. I don't even know what that is. No, no, I'm on. just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna, are you American? <laughs> uh, but really, kind of right now, what we've got going on is college basketball and the XFL. So yep. we'll talk about both of those briefly. Yep. Just kind of starting out with college basketball. Do you want to start out yeah. talking about the second best basketball conference in the country? The SEC. Okay, no need for you to throw some shade. Um, but I'll talk a little bit of SEC basketball. Um, I think um, Alabama is really, really good. I think Texas A&M is really, really good. I think Tennessee can be really, really good. Um, I think Kentucky is really, really good. Uh, I think Auburn is not as good as they say they are. Uh, I think there's a lot of good, a lot of good basketball, uh, and I think Vanderbilt is better than people credit. Um, and so, yeah, I think SEC basketball is going going well. Um, as an Alabama fan, it's been enjoyable to see just some success, having three freshmen in the starting lineup, just a lot of damage that they're that they're giving. Um, won a thriller on Saturday, really, 86-83 against Arkansas. That's the first time they swept Arkansas in the regular season for the, I mean, for several years. I don't remember the year exactly. I want to say it was 2013. So it's been a long time that they swept it. Um, I mean, I think uh, Texas A&M lost to Mississippi State, which was huge. Um, that gives Alabama a share of the regular season SEC title. So if we win on Wednesday, I say we, I didn't go there, but I'm a Bama fan. Uh, if they rather win on Wednesday, uh, they get the regular season title. Oh, nice. and, it's, and it's Auburn at home. 
And so uh, I think that's huge. I think when it comes to tournament, I think A&M is going to cause some serious trouble. Um, I mean, SEC tournament. Um, Bama is really, really good. There's just a lot of drama going on with them right now that could hopefully – hopefully it won't, but could get in their heads. Um, I think Kentucky is getting hot, like yep. I said, at the perfect time. On as, the bubble no yeah, longer. As the, no, they're number 23. They're, they're going to cause some some trauma <laughs> come March. Yeah. They're going to cause some trouble um, come March. I, I think Tennessee will also do the same. So, SEC basketball is going well, um, at least for me, being a fan of the team that I am, two in the country – um, I you know I'm I'm happy with it. So um, gonna have a lot of tournament teams. What well, I think it's uh, seven or eight tournament teams maybe. Um, Jay, you can actually one up me there. Um, you say the best conference in college basketball, yep. huh? And I say it with uh, confidence. Okay. So here we go. Big Ten, the best college basketball conference uh, right now. It's really as deep as always. There are I think on ESPN nine teams okay. projected to get Nine. into the tournament okay. right now. Obviously led by Purdue. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. 24-5. and five. Zach Eady is an absolute monster. Yeah. I mean, he what's he averaging, like 22-12? and 12? I think it's 22-12, and 22-13. So, I mean, yeah. He's, he's a guy you want on your side in March. I think they're going to be a team that makes a run. I mean, yeah. I, I know that's not a bold prediction because they're in the – I think they're ranked fifth right now at the time that we're recording okay. this. But – uh, I could see them making a run. Indiana has been hot, some big wins recently. Yep. yep. Northwestern actually is having a very good year. They're right now fourth in the conference, twenty okay. and nine record overall. Yeah. Um, always just a sneaky team. I I actually don't think they've ever made the NCAA tournament. Who? Again? Northwestern. They haven't made it. I'm gonna look it up right now. Let's do this thing. And I didn't realize too. That Purdue lost again on Saturday. I didn't pick that up. Purdue yeah. lost to, to Indiana, Indiana again. Yeah. Didn't they lose yeah. the first time too? Yeah, they lost the first time Season also. Season sweep. So Purdue is showing that they are susceptible to, um, I don't know, losing, which yep. is good for yeah. for us, <laughs> for the team yeah. that I cheer for. Yeah, uh, for sure. But that's good. Yep. So speaking of Northwestern, I just looked it up. It said that they advanced to the NCAA tournament just once in 2017. So they were the the last Power Five school to make a tournament appearance, made wow. it in 2017. So not very often, but they have a good team this year. Yeah. Best one they've had in a while. Yeah. 20 and nine. Good for them. That is um, a great year. Yeah. Illinois, it's been an up and down year, very inconsistent. They're kind of hovering around 500 in conference play. I probably imagine that they'll get somewhere between a seven and ten seed. Yeah. So we'll see what happens come tournament time. But really, I mean, whenever you get get down through Illinois, Iowa, Rutgers, Michigan yeah. State, everyone's just kind of even. Conference yeah. records, overall records, yeah. right? A, pretty much the same with one another. Yeah. So I think the Big Ten tournament's going to be a fun one to watch. Sure, Purdue is obviously kind of head and shoulders above everybody now, but Indiana's giving them a run for their money. Yeah, and I think it's just going to be a dogfight from kind of the three through nine seeds yeah. in that tournament yeah, you said they're all right there yeah, you said something to me the other day which i thought was a really a really good take and you said um if you're about 500 in conference play uh come big 10 like that's pretty good yeah do you, do you still think that yeah big 10 big 12 sec if you're hovering around 500 in conference play yeah. and you take care of business and your non-conference schedule you position yourself pretty well yeah, for I would making agree. the tournament i would agree yeah i think that's that's really, really good 
Um, hey, I'll, I'll finish our basketball talk with, by saying this. Sanford Bulldogs. Okay, the Sanford Bulldogs. And I'll always give my alma mater a shout-out. Go Bulldogs. Every time, go Bulldogs. Um, they they did lose big time on Saturday to Furman, um, actually by 14, which is pretty big. Um, it, now, I'll say this. Furman is really, really great. They, they swept us in the season. Sanford's having a great year. Sanford's 21-10. and 10. Furman's 24-7. and 7. Did you know they were that good, Furman? 24-7. and 7. I did not know that. Southern Conference has some great basketball. Um, now, Sanford and Furman go into the Southern Conference as the one and two, and the winner of the conference will probably be a 15 seed come March. Uh, so Sanford is a, gr- a real shot to, to show themselves in the bracket. And I'll, I'll say this. I'll just, I'll just tell you this straight up. If Sanford is in the bracket, Sanford, Sanford's winning it all. Are you going to make a Sanford bracket? I will make a Sanford bracket. It won't be the bracket. No, you need to make it the – if you were a true fan, you'd make it the bracket. Oh, gosh. You're putting me in a tough spot. I'm just here. saying. Uh, but Sanford, Sanford has a real shot to make the tournament, make March. Uh, what they call Bucky Ball. Our head coach's name is Bucky McMillan. Uh, Bucky Ball. It's a, it's a real thing, Jay. I like that. Bucky Ball. All right. Well, if you believe in Bucky Ball, have the Bulldogs going all the way in the I March. Might, I might. We'll see hey, that. you know what 15s can do over twos? MTSU over Michigan State. Uh, St. Peter's over Kentucky. Uh, what else? Lee beat Duke. Virginia lost to UMBC, yeah. right? Yeah, that UMBC. UMBC. That was a 16 over a 1, I think. That was the first it? time a 1 had gone down. The Retrievers. The Golden Retrievers. The best mascot in best sports. Best mascot in sports, I agree. Uh, well, that's good. Basketball talk. Uh, yep, basketball talk, man. That's yeah. good. Kind of moving on, let's talk about the XFL. Yep. We have football again. Super Bowl just ended. Yep. Football started. Not, not really. Next week. Yep. I had zero idea what to expect with the XFL. Yeah, but I I've, still don't know. I've watched what games I've been able to, and they've been pretty enjoyable to watch. First sure. of all, like the uniforms are sweet. Okay. All of the uniforms look really good. The helmets are sharp. Sure. And the games have been good, too. I really like what they do. Instead yep. of extra points, you can go for one, two, or three. Nice. Which it's is, like seven on seven. Yeah. But, it's, but real life. Yeah. Yeah, I love I teams like that. having that option. It's cool. really it's fun to watch. Um, most of the games have come down. Like, I think in week one, all but one of the games were decided by three or less points. Yeah. Yep. And so there's there's been some pretty close games. The St. Louis Battlehawks have been one of the most fun teams to watch with former Crimson Tide quarterback, That's right. A.J. McCarron. That's right. Man, his uh, I did catch the end of that game the sure. other day, and his post-game interview was really cool. He's a beast. And I feel like he kind of summed up what the XFL is for. He yep. was like, you know, I, I made a living being a backup, and – you can make a good living off of it, which I believe yep. is probably a pretty sweet gig being a backup quarterback yeah, of be an NFL, NFL team. Uh, but he said, I mean, I just miss playing. Yeah. I just miss coming out and competing, and I love these guys. And it was just so cool to hear him say that post game. And you can tell he's really enjoying it yeah. and playing with a freedom that, honestly, we love. you don't see we very often. We yeah. love that. You're very right. Um, and that's what the XFL is for, in my opinion. I don't think it's there to compete with the NFL, no. but to give guys like him an opportunity to go out, show themselves, get yeah. some more tape, yep. and just compete again. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and the thing that these guys love doing is competing. That's why they're doing what they're doing. Um, I didn't catch the interview. Uh, I saw a little snippet of it, though. Um, didn't didn't catch it live. 
Um, but I know he said something pretty amazing about just wanting to do what he does and his boys be proud of him and just come and watch. And yeah, enjoy. that was cool to hear. Again, like you said, to echo it, like he's playing free, he's playing loved. He's led, led two game-winning drives, if I'm not mistaken. Like he has led his yeah, team to a winning drive. He, he's playing with that freedom that we're after. Um, I love what he's doing. He's just a great, great role model for so many. Um, yep. Saying, hey, you know what? It's not about all the money. It's about going and competing and having fun and doing what you love. Um, and honestly, be able to make yourself proud and other people proud and just enjoy it. I, I think he's the – man, right now he, he's the guy. Yeah. He, he's, he's having fun, man. He it's is. pretty cool He's watching. having fun. You should go back and watch the full interview. It's a really cool one. But yeah. I love the message. Yeah. Love the message great, behind great that. message. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, watch the XFL. Yeah. If y'all are fans of football, maybe you'll enjoy it. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know how much I'll be watching, um, but I'll probably tune in here and there. If just, Nashville just had a team, it would be fun. It'd Didn't be fun we used to, to have the Nashville? Nashville Cats, Cats. the Arena Football That's what I was thinking, team. the Arena Football, so different. Yeah. But Arena Football is coming back next year. So we might have the Cats again. Might have the Cats again. You should go try out at quarterback. <laughs> Definitely not at linebacker. Maybe <laughs> not at linebacker, for sure. Go. Well, today's episode is just called Episode 4, What is the Gospel? That's right. As simple as that. And we are going to uh, break it down kind of in four different ways, if yep. you want to share the four yeah. ways that we're kind of going to break this down. Yeah, so Jay and I were brainstorming just about you know how to how to share and go about this message, and I want you guys to know first and foremost, we don't have all the right answers. <laughs> uh, you know, I tell my students actually every day, I was like, I don't, I don't necessarily look for the best. I just want your best. Right? You don't have to have the best, craftiest, most beautiful answer. No, I just want your most beautiful, um, your best. And so we're gonna do that today. We're not gonna have the most beautiful and crafty and amazing and elegant and right and everything. You know. Uh, but we're going to give our best, right? We're going to tell you uh, what we share and, and what we believe is true about the, the beauty of the gospel. Uh, and, and here's the way that we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to go about sharing uh, the, the gospel and its simplicity uh, to begin. Uh, it's a simple gospel, right? It's a simple gospel. Um, we're going to go from there and talk about the story of the gospel. Uh, I believe that it is a story uh, that we're involved in. Uh, and if it's a story that we're involved in, we ought to know the story of it, right? Uh, I want to be able to tell my story. Uh, we're going to talk about the transformational power behind the gospel. Uh, transformation, if it is the gospel, then I believe that it transforms. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then we want to talk about this idea uh, that we t- call, and I heard about this in college, called gospel fluency. Uh, so we'll talk about that as well. Um, this is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, this might I'm pumped be, for it. I, I don't know how to say my favorite episode, but uh, this is one of those favorite things uh, that I love talking about. You guys might be able to hear the smile on my face right now absolutely love talking about this so jay this is gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be fun i can't wait for it like you said yeah we are um we are imperfect yeah (laughs) and we're gonna talk about imperfection in this episode absolutely and right now we just kind of invite the holy spirit in to allow us to um voice the message of the gospel as good as broken lips can do so uh let's dive in like you said we're gonna look first at the simplicity of the gospel and what it is. So really kind of breaking down what is the gospel. The gospel, the word word gospel itself yep. actually means good news. Yep. The the word gospel means good news. And there's good news because there was what? Bad news. There's right? bad news. So let's talk about the bad news uh, for a second. Before the bad news, God created man. Right. We, we know the story of creation. Whenever man was created, we were made in perfect communion with God, made perfect. for perfect, keyword perfect, yep, perfect communion, perfect relationship yep. with God. 
then the fall happened. We right. see it in Genesis 3, the fall happened. And because of that, that perfect communion, that perfect relationship was broken. Yep. Um, and the result is separation, right? right? Is, that is the result of sin. And it says in Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, yep. right? That is what we have earned. Mm. We think about the word earned. That is what we have earned yep. from our sin, right? The wages of sin, the penalty of sin mm. is death. Right now, the good part, enter in the good news, sure. enter <laughs> in the gospel. Um, and the good news is this, Romans 5, 8, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. Right? He came, he lived a perfect life, he died for us. He came down to us from heaven, lived a perfect life, took our place so that we could be in relationship with him. Yeah. And like it talks about the death in Romans six twenty three, for the wages of sin is death. That death was defeated yeah. in the resurrection of Christ. So death, he came, death, death died, Jay. Death died. Death <laughs> died and was defeated. That's right. So that is that is the gospel, right? It is good news. We were separated from God. There was a separation there. Yeah. But what bridged that separation mm. was the cross and the life, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And now we get to experience the gospel in our lives. Man. What a gift that is. I mean, you've just uh, beautifully laid it out for us. Um, and what a gift. I want to focus on that word just for a second. What a gift that it is. Um, let, me, let me just pose this really quickly. This is something that I talk with my students and, and have to consider myself as well. Uh, Jay, how much sweeter is something that's free? So much. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fresh so out of college much. and, you know, uh, a year and a half removed, a little bit longer. And, <laughs> you know, somebody says, hey, free dinner or a free t-shirt. I don't care how many t-shirts I've got. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going. Well, it's like whenever you catch a t-shirt at oh, a game. Oh, it's so much sweeter. Like, it could be the ugliest t-shirt you've ever seen. Oh, but it's but sweet. But if you catch it at a game, it's awesome because it's it is, free. It is sweet. It could be the worst t-shirt ever, and it's yeah. sweet. And most of them are. Oh, most of them But are. you love them because you, you caught them. it. That's didn't right. cost you anything. See, the beauty of a free gift is that it is so much sweeter, right? Mm. Uh, but here's part of the story. Uh, Jay has communicated with us so brilliantly. Um a free gift costs somebody something, right? Yeah. Um, Jay, here for your birthday, I'm getting you, you know, this fifty dollar gift card, right? Oh, hope you hope hope you say thank you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> here, here, now you can. Yeah. You can say thank you. Oh, there. in advance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, and while it didn't cost Jay anything, it it cost me something. And it, even it didn't hurt, but it cost me something. Right. Even thinking back, we love to share the story yeah. from episode one of the free burrito uh, when we <laughs> when we sat down. Yeah. Right, and we were yeah. talking about the podcast, talking about starting one. Right, we were given a free burrito, yeah. no cost to us. Right, but there was a cost there. Right, right. There's it cost someone time. Right, right. It cost someone money. There was a right. cost there, but we were the recipients right. of that. And, and that's just part of the beauty, man, of the story that you have um, briefly told us in such simplicity, um, man. That that God sent His Son. You know, and it didn't cost me anything. Uh, we'll talk about more of our response there uh, in just a little bit. But, man, what a gift. I mean, what a gift it is that it's a free gift, right? Mm -hmm. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 talks about that, um, man, it, we're saved by grace through faith, right? And it's not a work of our own doing. Uh, it's a free gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. I don't know about you, but that fires me up. That's part of the story that we've yep. been invited into um, but but let me close real quick with the simplicity of this and really the beauty of it as well. 
Um, I love this so much that, Jay, how you've communicated it. There's this staircase analogy that I always draw um, for my students, and it really helps me as well. I really get a grip of the gospel, really simplify it, really, really simplify it. Uh, and I'll draw a staircase with an arrow going up, right? And I'll say, man, how hard would it be to work your way up to heaven? I mean, it would be tiring. Yeah. yeah. Man, that'd be a lot of stairs. Like, I'm just being honest with you. It would be a ton. I only draw eight or ten, and, man, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but just putting it in perspective, man, it's like you, you think about it. Man, it's it's heavy. I, I, there's a lot of weight there. Hey, I get a quarter of the way up and say, man, I, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Uh, putting the pressure on, on yourself. You know, we've talked about pressure situations and playing free and playing loved. And there, there's no freedom. There's no love, man. Um, there's just this pressure on yourself. Uh, but here's the beauty, is that it's not up to us to work our way to heaven. Uh, <laughs> heaven worked down to us, man. Right. Uh, that's the free gift of the gospel. What a beautiful piece that is. Uh, heaven came down to me, um, man, so that I could enjoy the beauty of that. That's um, right. What a and gift that is. Yeah. Like, Thinking of the staircase analogy, yeah. like we were talking a couple of days ago, if it is on us to climb up the stairs yeah. and earn our way, what is it also on us to do? Be honest to, to fall down. It would be honest to fall down. And yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. Like that we is what we, we fall down. Man. That's what we do. And like you said so beautifully, like God came down yeah. in the form of Jesus yeah. to offer this to us. And I love that you brought up Ephesians two eight to nine and my favorite part of that verse is just where it says by grace alone by grace, grace you have been, you've been saved, saved through faith, faith. Yep. and then it says very simply and this is not your own doing because if you could jay i'm gonna cut you off we could boast about it yeah. hey, look what i've done but look what you haven't done yeah right how often times do we do that by the way yeah and it's just selfish yeah it is. but i haven't done it mm-hmm. i haven't earned it you know yeah, that's right that's right how beautiful is that? It's so beautiful. It fires me up. I just and it just shows us such a great picture yeah. of God's love for us. Yeah. Really it does that we didn't we didn't have to do anything. Like he didn't require us yeah. to earn anything. This staircase, we are not being asked to climb up right. on our own. Right. Right. But because of his deep love for us yeah. and grace and mercy, which we will talk about so much in future episodes, like he gives us such a glimpse yeah. of how deep that is. Yeah, man. How it's deep so his love, grace, and mercy is. It's so is good. Uh, man, you know, I think about the word story and, and how it relates to the gospel and, and grace and mercy. And really, it's a story of grace, um, <laughs> story of mercy, getting something that I haven't really deserved and not getting something that I have deserved. And again, like you said, we'll talk about that in future episodes. Um, but man, what a story it is. And, and here's how oftentimes we like to break it down and uh, maybe you've seen the picture. Maybe you guys listening have seen the picture, the David Arms photo of the trees, uh, creation, fall, redemption, and restoration. A really simple way to break down the story. Uh, in college, I actually learned a way to tell that as well. The gospel is life, sin, Jesus, and faith, right? Um, life happened. You, you shared this beautifully earlier. It's like, man, we were created for perfect unity, right? Garden, amazing. That's part of the story. Um, again, just to say it again, uh, life, sin, sin happened, Genesis 3, right? God made us in his image to reflect him, to do all these things for him, um, to be in servants, in service of the king. Um, yet we committed this treason against him, and yet he still invited us back, right? Um, I guess I just fast-forwarded through to the nice, the, the, the good news. But that's the bad news, right? That we have sinned, as Jay so beautifully said. This is a story. 
Um, and then Jesus, right? So God, God so loved the world that he sent his only son, Jesus, right? So that my, whoever might believe, there's the final part, faith. We, 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 well, there's this call, but here's what I want to say about the story. And I'm going to pose a question to you quickly, Jay. Um, do you want to be able to tell stories that you're part of? I mean, just, just general. General stories that you're part of. I mean, it's like I want to I want to be able to tell stories that I'm yeah. a part of. You want to be able to tell stories you're a part of, and stories are easier to tell. Yeah. when you're a part of them, it is. It is, and, and so we want to talk about stories. Uh, we want to know that man, we've been invited into this one. Yeah, we are main. Think about this: main supporting characters in this story. Yeah, this story of redemption, right? We just walked through very easily and simply creation fault redemption restoration um man we're a part of the story of redemption so that one day we'll have future restoration um perfection uh with god himself not because of anything that i've done but ephesians 2 is the best way to go uh because of what he's done right i oftentimes draw on the board and say man it's nothing that i can do right that's a future tense or a present tense but it's something that he has what done done right I draw the cross, right? Something that I came up with uh, is, man, we get a cross with the cross now, right? We have this ongoing communication with God now because of what he has done through Jesus. Um, something that I was thinking about the other day is I walked over to my door in my classroom during during class period, and, and actually I opened it. And I said, fellas, this is what we get to do with the kingdom of heaven. This is what we get to do with the gates, um, or the door, rather, of the throne room. We get to open it and go right inside. <laughs> How amazing is I love that? that? And here's the beauty, man. We've been invited into that story. That's the truth that we've been invited into. And I say I, it's, it's an invitation. Um, and so part of our call, Jay, is what we want to do is go there for and invite. I think we may have shared that in an episode prior. Um, but, man, this story of creation and fall and redemption and restoration is so beautiful because it's nothing that we've done. It's everything that he has. It's nothing that I can do. I can't, I can't work on myself. And then, hey, maybe then I'll get there. Then I'll find the strength. Then I'll, you know, find this out. But, like, God has done it. Um, this story that even in my brokenness, even though I caused this treason against the king um, designed to be, um, a worshiper and just to give God glory, man, I've, I've fallen that I've broken it. And even then in my, <laughs> as I've <laughs> overthrown the King, he invites me in. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And I love how you bring up, like, it is a story that we are invited into. Yeah. That we're invited to be these like important characters. And one of my favorite things too, is just sitting like, Getting to hear gospel stories from people is so powerful. Is, a, is amazing. Yeah. And even too in my life, like every now and then, like God will provide the space to be yeah. able to sit and consider how the gospel has impacted me. Mm. And that I feel like convicted right now as we're listening to this, yeah. or as we're having this conversation. And if you are listening to this, like take time and just sit yeah. and think about that's, how the gospel has impacted you. Like yeah. we are we are talking about the story of the gospel and we are invited to be a part of that story. Yeah. Right. And I feel like we just need to stop for a second and just praise and yeah. consider what God has done. Yeah. Yeah. How amazing is that? <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because that's actually what we did in class today. Is it so easy in this, um, just where we're at in life to just be so busy, mm-hmm. just so busy and minds fluttering and forgetting. And, you know, God reminded Israel all the time or Moses did as well as like, Look where you've been. <laughs> Look yeah. what you've come from. 
you came from Egypt, and look where you're at now. Right? God reminds them. Um, and so what we did today in class, is, and I love that we're talking about this, is we just settle ourselves, and we just considered what God had done, what God has done, what God is doing. We journaled for about 15 to 20 minutes, and just like the loudest thing I want to hear today is the rain. Um, because I want us to just sit and settle ourselves. And how beautiful is it when we can consider the truths of the gospel in our own lives? Yeah. Just how, how much it's changed us, uh, the beauty of it, right? That we were one time dead, but now we've been made alive. Right? I haven't just been made from ugly to beautiful. No, I've been made from dead to alive. Yeah. Uh, I was a dead man walking. <laughs> yeah. And now in Christ, I'm a living man, uh, well, in a sense. Yeah. Ready to go, man. Like just God has made us alive, you know? What yeah. a beautiful piece that and is. And it leads right into us talking about the complete transformative yeah. power yeah. of so the gospel. Good. Like so good. Just thinking back to a second ago when we were breaking it down really simply, like in Christ, yeah. we were brought from death to life. Yeah. That's a transformation. Yeah. Right. You changed and your new man. There there is a transformation in our lives whenever we accept the gospel. Yeah. And you have a wonderful analogy of clothes. Yeah. And how yeah. it relates to clothes. Yeah. So so this stems from Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. If you guys are familiar or want to turn there with me, um, it says, um, hey, throw off your old sinful nature, which has been corrupted by lust, sin, and deception. Uh, throw it off, right? And put on the new nature, which has been created to be like Christ in true righteousness and holiness. What's that saying, guys, is this. Put off the old clothes <laughs> and put on the new, right? Yeah. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, If anyone is in Christ, he is a what? He's a new creation. For the old is gone and the new has come. Uh, we've been covered in this newness, so here's what we ought to do. Here's the beauty. Man, uh, let, me, let me pose to you actually some questions to, to prove to you this beauty. Um, in the morning, Jay, and I uh, don't, don't, I hope you don't. Are you digging out of the dirty clothes to, to, to get ready for the day? I am not. Thanks I'm not either. The, thanks to Carly, I'm not. I'm not either. That, that, yeah, that's right. Shout out Carly again. <laughs> um, see, I'm not either. Um, I posed that question because here's the deal with, with sin, right? Somebody was praying the other day over um, the intercom before the day and said, man, how easy sometimes is it that we're prisoners in these jail cells with, with open doors. What that's saying is this. We oftentimes go back for the old, right? We're just more comfortable that way, even in the new. Like it's been offered, and yet we still live in the old. That was a really good analogy. And so here's the deal. When we're, when we're not taking off that old self, right? Tomorrow I will put on new clothes, literally, right? I'll go to the closet. Hey, I like that polo. I like that pullover. I like those khakis. Those tennis shoes match, right? That yeah. new, new stuff. Uh, the same is true with the gospel clothing, right? We, we become a new man, right? Uh, we, we throw off the old, we put it in the dumpster, we put it in the trash can, right? Again, Jay, how many times are you going for dinner and you're pulling scraps out of the garbage can? Never. I mean, I'm not either, right? And I hope um, you, <laughs> you guys out there aren't either. Um, but the beauty is this, uh, right? Or, or the, the fact is this, when we're digging right back for the trash can, we're putting on that old self again. We're saying, man, that, that feels good. Right? We don't want to do that. Putting in perspective, putting on old, dirty clothes or digging out of the trash can, we don't want to do that. I, I don't want to do no, that. No, I don't want to do that. And thinking about, like, new clothes, like, Christmas was, well, dang, it's it's almost March yeah, it's now. It feels time. like it wasn't <laughs> too long ago. But, right. like, whenever you get a gift for Christmas, like, let's yeah. say you get a new pullover sure. or a new shirt, like, 
you're ready to wear that thing, yeah. right? You don't want to go wear, like, I love your analogy of digging from the dirty clothes. Like, if yeah. I have my pick between wearing dirty laundry or a new pullover I just got for Christmas, like, I'm wearing the new. And same thing, if we sit down, you and I go to Chili Burrito. Hey, we love it. We love Chili Burrito. <laughs> Uh, but if we if we go there and we sit down, we are not picking through the leftovers in the baskets above no. the trash can. Yeah. We're not picking through that. We are sitting down for a a meal, yeah. right? And it's the same thing here. What Christ has provided us is so rich. Yeah. And often we do, like, there is a tendency to run towards these other things. Yeah. But we want to run to Christ and what he has provided. And yeah. I love this. It made me think of Romans chapter 13, verse 14, where it yeah. says, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. Right? <laughs> Whenever Paul says that, that's an instruction. <laughs> clothe so yourselves. And if, he, if he's telling us to do that, it means that we're able to. I love that. Like that's what that's I good. that's what I want to clothe myself with. Yeah. You know, we are instructed to and because of that, yeah, we are able. And if we are able, we yeah. should. Yeah. And, and man, um, we could keep going for so much. And and I actually <laughs> just flipped to Colossians three, talking about again another place of putting on the new self, putting on something. Right? It says this. Uh now it says to throw off before uh put this away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk. Right? How easy is it to fall into that? So easy. And yet we realize, don't realize that those yeah. are the old self, right? They just stem up. But it says this, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgive them. I mean, it goes on, but like, how amazing is that, right? Like, those are the things that we ought to strive for. It's so, those are the things that are the hardest to yeah. strive for. I, I, <laughs> we've never been promised that this gospel life would be easy. Mm-mm. It'd actually be like sheep in the midst of wolves. Um, but how amazing is it that we have a shepherd? <laughs> yeah, you know? so amazing. How amazing is it that we've got a shepherd to guide us, to take us, to hold us, to cover us, to feed us, to protect us, to shear us when we need shearing, Yeah. to pick us up when I've gone, you know? And on top of that, the spirit within us too. That's amazing. To walk through us, to to guide us, to lead us. Yeah. Like it's just it's so amazing. Like yeah. like you said, it's difficult. Yeah. It's I feel this more than anybody. I'm I'm it, confident. <laughs> it is it's hard not to fall into that stuff yeah. that you just read. Yeah. Like really for any age. Like yeah. no matter how old you are listening to this, I'm sure you can relate. Like it's hard not to fall into those things. Yeah. But the way God has provided for us. Yeah. Right to where that staircase we were talking yeah. about earlier, yeah. like we don't have to earn. No. It's nothing that we did mm. on our own. All of all of those things, right? Yeah. If 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 we fall once, right, it doesn't mean that we've fallen for good. Yeah, it is Christ's grip on there us. There it is. You just took the words out of my mouth. See, I'm, I'm gonna repeat it. It's not our grip of Christ. It's Christ's grip of us. That's right. And that is right there. The <laughs> That is, that's the beauty of the gospel, that it's not what you do, right? Though we've been called to obedience, we've been called to that, we've been called to the faith of life in Christ, uh, but what an amazing thing that it's not your grip of Christ, it's Christ's grip on you. That's right? right. That is so amazing. And thinking through this, like we've done most of the episode now just talking about what is the gospel. Yeah. And why talk about what is the gospel? Yeah, I think you, know, you mentioned a term earlier, yeah. gospel fluency. That's right. That's right. Man, that term, 
I, I learned it in college. Um, I learned that in college, and, 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 and here's one of the places and, you know, a story for me that, that really it came to life. Um, and so just a quick story. Um, I left my school when I was here. Um, this is one of the questions they asked me in my interview, actually. Um, what did you leave without? Okay. Um, and and, and I, it wasn't that I didn't know the gospel. It wasn't that I wasn't familiar with the gospel. But I left without the opportunity and the, the, the knowledge of how to explain it right, after I pro- proclaimed it. So John Piper gives this idea of proclamation ex- and explanation. So I went to college and took a class um, called disciple-making. The Lord called me to ministry in college my freshman year. Um, and so I'm in this disciple-making class learning about the gospel. I'm in this Old Testament class, <laughs> and our project for this class is a play. Right? We're, we're to put on a play. We're to write it, script it, tell it, um, cast tough. it. It was hard. Yeah, it was hard. I'm not. I'm not joking. Yeah. It was hard. No, it sounds like it could be fun, but it was that really hard. Pretty rough. Um, yeah. And so, that same teacher, professor, one of my favorites ever. Um, if you ever listen to this, Doctor Doctor Jones, I mean, you made a huge impact on me um, in my ministry. I run my classroom the way you ran your classroom uh, because it made such an impact on me. Um, so I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but I'll, I'll say that. But he asked me, and he challenged me. He said, Parker, I want you to give the gospel, um, the gospel message, the gospel story after our play. I want you to tell whoever's there, the crowd, right, 30, 40, 50 people, whoever it might be, I want you to tell them the gospel. And, and I was really nervous, really nervous, um, because I didn't really know how to explain it and proclaim it. I didn't know. I went to K-12 through school, Christian school, right, seen the picture on the wall 100 times went to church, right, but didn't know how to explain it, proclaim it. That's why I'm so grateful that you shared it so simply. I mean, that's so simple. I can take that and go share it, you know. Hopefully the people listening can as well. Uh, But when the gospel finally came to life for me is when I learned this idea of gospel fluency because I was sharing the gospel for the really the first time, right, really, honestly, the first time uh, in my life with in, in front of these people, and I began to weep. I began to cry, literally began to cry. Um... And the, and the Lord made the gospel come to life, finally. For the first time, my eyes had been opened, right? Like Paul, his eyes were opened, finally they were closed. When his eyes were finally closed, they were really opened. Uh, for me, the tears started streaming down my face. Coldplay lyrics, by the way. Um, had to, had, sorry, <laughs> just killed had the story, to. probably. Had, had to say that. Um, and it came to life, and it transformed me, right? And not that I'm perfect. I'm more than imperfect, I'm, I'm more than that. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, 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 I can't figure this out more than anybody. But the Lord opened my eyes like, man, you need to become gospel fluent. You need to be fluent in the gospel just as you might be fluent in baseball or just as you might be fluent in, I don't know, that video game or just as you might be fluent in what? You, you name it, Yeah. right? But be fluent. Uh, be able to share the story that you're a part of. And the Lord worked on my heart and, and continually learning. And, man, but what a gift that is, this idea of gospel fluency. Will you elaborate yeah. a little bit more on what we mean by that? No, I love that. And just thinking of the word fluency. Yeah. Like if you are fluent in another language, you can yeah. read it, you can write it, you can yeah. understand it, you can speak it. Right. Right. If you are fluent in baseball, using that, like you right. are able right. to explain the game to other people yeah. or explain certain mechanics to some people. If you're yeah. fluent in a video game or Excel spreadsheets, yeah. like whatever it might yeah. be. It could be anything. like you can you can teach, you can explain, you can do. Yeah. You are fluent in that. Yeah. And like that as believers, that's what we want to be with the gospel. Yeah. We want to share. 
And right now, just the the Great Commission's coming to mind. Yeah. Just yeah. go for That's the call. Go make disciples of all nations. Yeah. Right. In order to do that, we need to be able to, yes, live out, yeah. but also be able to be fluent in the gospel yeah. and to be able to have these conversations. And just kind of in closing as we're wrapping this up, I feel like that's really kind of the challenge of this episode. I think so. Right? Yeah. Is And I know God yeah. has placed that same challenge for me, and it is still. Yeah. Like just to continually become gospel fluent. Yeah. As fluent we as it, we are in whatever it may be. Yeah. Like we just listed some examples. Yeah. Because of what Christ has done for us. Yeah. Let us be yeah. gospel fluent. So Man, then so we can go therefore and make disciples. And you know what it says after that? It says this, teaching them all that I've commanded, right? Teaching them all is is not to be a heavy task, but to be fluent in it, to know what you're teaching them. Uh, that is the word of God, right? The word and words of, of God. Um, man, that's so good. So, so good. Uh, there's so much more that we could say, so much more that I could say, um, but what a gift it is that you've said that, man, teaching them. And, and I'll close with this. How will they hear or listen if I don't go speak? Right. You know? How will they know if I don't teach? Right. If I don't tell? Um, and and that's not to be pressure. Because this is a free gift. It is. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, man, I want to invite. I've been invited. Jay, you've been invited. Man, it's our turn to go invite. Um, that's man, right. How awesome is that? That's it. That's right. The gospel is free. It is an offer. Yeah. And... Like you said, it is a story. Yeah. The gospel is a story that we're invited into, and we each have a story. Yep. And now we have voices to be able to go share. Yep. And that is just, that is awesome. Yep. And let me, let me close it with some, some, some um, Bible, just some text. Yeah. This comes from Colossians again. Uh, it's coming from Colossians 2. I think this is a good way to close it. Um, it says this, God, this is in faith, with faith in Christ. God made alive together with him having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us in its legal demands. Then he set aside it by nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. That's good news. I love that. That is good (laughs) news. That's good news, man. That is the gospel. That's it. I love it. So... In the sports world, let's talk. MLB Network just revealed their um, top 100 players. You've got my attention right now. They do it every year. Just released their top 100 players, and let's walk through some of them. Uh, they that change, sounds like a good idea. They change every year. I love watching the reveals. They reveal them, I think, by 10. Uh, yeah, they do. And we've got a few players in the top 100 that we are going to talk about we're curious about them we're kind of um, curious about them do you do you want to say the first one you want me to say the first one that we're we're curious about i, th- I think we both as soon as we saw this we knew name, we knew that we, we wanted knew, to talk about him let's talk about this guy yep. he's the cover athlete of, of mlb the show 23 23 uh do Wait. you like jazz by the way just i before? do like well i like the player not the music the tell player. me about the player the player well, he's ranked number 93 so, on oh my gosh. MLB's top 100. Last year he wasn't ranked. I honestly think he's ranked low not because of his ability, yeah. but because he was hurt. Sure, that's fine. Uh, if you haven't picked up the name yet, Jazz Chisholm. Yeah. Jazz Chisholm uh, ranked at 93, right? Unranked last year. Um, 
had a great year. I mean, you don't just go from nothing and then get the cover of MLB The Show. Um, he is a swaggy player. He is. He's up there with Tatis, Acuna. He's with them. All those He's guys. He's right there. Yeah. I, I love him. Um, I, I really love him. I love what he's got. Uh, he's a guy that wears the neon. He's the guy that does the bat flip. He's the guy that's diving for the ball. He's the guy that's diving into second base. He's the guy. I mean, you love yeah. him. Uh, a little low. I say 93 is low. I, I wish he'd be a little bit higher, um, probably because of his upside. But then again, he's only got two seasons down. So I guess he's in a fine spot. But 93 just yeah. seems really low. It does seem a little low. Low for a cover athlete. It for does. Sure. It does. Well, especially, let me let me say this, especially with Bobby Witt Jr. being one spot above him, who is great. Uh, I know we weren't planning to talk about him, but that to me seems a little bit crazy. Yeah. Just Bobby Witt's great. Had a fine year. But Jazz is definitely, to me, had better career already, better upside than Bobby Witt. Yep. So maybe I'm crazy. That's a bold hot take, but I don't know. No, I, I agree with you there. Moving up the list just a little bit, I think this guy kind of got uh, a little bit of an unfair look on the rankings, maybe. Number 65, Spencer Strider. <laughs> oh. Come on, number talk to me one, about it. Number one ranked mustache in the game, probably number one ranked fastball in the game also. Easily. Okay, do you want to hear, I listened to an interview the other day about Spencer Strider's fastball. Listen to a bunch of Braves guys talk about it. Uh, Travis Darno, for you guys that are out there, that's Braves catcher. He'll split time this year uh, with Sean Murphy. Braves went and got Sean Murphy from the A's. Uh, and, and Travis Darno called Spencer Strider's fastball a unicorn pitch. I mean, what the Pretty good heck compliment. does that mean? Uh, it's one in a million. You don't see it very often. That is a good pitch. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Strider is a rookie last year, had over 200 Ks. I mean, had an, a 16 or an 18 K outing um, as a rookie. Yeah. Again, good. he's a he's a big-legged, big mustache, uh, huge guy. Here's a fun story. Quick, quick. 2017 state championship, I'm at CPA. He's at CAK. He pitches against us in the state championship game. Uh, we lose 3-2. <laughs> he pitched against us. I'm impressed that two runs were scored on him. Well, one of our guys that was committed to Vanderbilt, actually playing for the Blue Jays now in their farm system, I think double-A, um, hit, 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 he hit a nuke. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that'll, but Spencer Strider went and played at Clemson after that and then drafted by the Braves, and I was like, hey, I played against him. Now, I didn't play that game, uh, but I've been against him yeah. in, the, in the dugout. So you got to see him up close. That was, he's yeah, got big compete legs. Compete against him. He competed. He's a beast. So yeah. I think he's low, 65, very, very low, especially – he won. He was he was NL runner up for the rookie of the year. Runner up. Yeah. His teammate Mike Harris won it, uh, which is awesome. But I think he's low, sixty five. He needs yeah. to be at least. I I think this is crazy. Probably in the forties. I agree. No, 40s I, would be I agree with. And right I, in, I think top thirties next think year. So he'll too. be up yeah, there next year. Now talk uh, to me about your guy. Moving on, my guy now was your guy. He was I my guy. I feel like he's a guy we have to talk about because he's a Braves guy. He's a Cubs guy. Uh, Dansby Swanson comes in at number 39 on the list. You know what people call him? Dan's Bay. Oh, really? I did not know that. He's a handsome fellow. He is. He's a good lady. Good, <laughs> good, good hair. Good head of hair. Great head of hair. Easy guy to root for. He was on my fantasy team last year. Uh, I still finished in last place in fantasy baseball. Sure. Which, if you listen to our previous ep- episode, I also did terrible in fantasy football this year. Bad so fantasy year for you, Jim. Maybe I just, yeah. Maybe, maybe I should You need to quit up. playing. Uh, but <laughs> I probably should. Uh, but Dansby Swanson, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad he is playing for the Cubs now. He is yep. a fun guy to watch and an easy guy to root for. He is. So I'm glad he's on there now. I think he's probably rated 
a little bit generously on sure, here. Sure. I might have slid him down into the 40s or 50s, yeah. but uh, he's just same for me. a fun guy to watch. I think so, too. I think he's a very fun guy. I mean, he just got a – what was the deal? Was it eight, seven years, $177 million? Yeah, seven for 177 or yeah. eight. For something, something like that. Pretty good chunk of change. Uh, big, big money. Um, I think <laughs> he wasn't even ranked last year in the top 100. And then he had that coming out year yeah. to go make all yeah. that money. Um, so I think it's fair. But I think coming from, you know, just say 100, which he wasn't. He wasn't in the top 100. But just say he was at 101 or something like that. He, he came up 60 spots. Yeah. That's pretty high. Yeah, it's pretty That's good. pretty high. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, I say pretty low, rather, I guess. I don't know. Is that yeah. right? Pretty high, pretty low? He's one of them. He's, he's one of them. He's too, he's too high for me. Yeah, uh, I agree. But Too close to one. There you go. Too That's what I'm trying to, to say. One. There we go. Uh, but he's a good player. He I is. enjoy him. I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch him. Uh, scrolling up to the top ten, we'll go through ten we'll through go, go pretty four quick. Here pretty we go. Quickly, we got Freddie Freeman, another former Brave at number ten. I don't know about that one. I think yeah, I think he's rated a little high. Love him, but ten's yeah. high. Yeah, ten's pretty high. Number nine, really high for a DH, but this dude can rake. Jordan Alvarez. He's special. If you watched anything about the World Series, if you watched their NLC or ALCS against the Mariners, he came in, first pitch, Robbie Ray, lefty-lefty, nuke. I mean, dude can hit. Yeah, he it doesn't can, matter. He can absolutely dude hit. Can hit. He's young, too. Uh, number eight, we have Jose Ramirez. Love I, him. Man. I do too. He is one of, I think overall, one of the most underrated players Agree. in the game. 100%. Maybe one of the, I feel like not a ton of people really realize how good he is. But Very man, he good. is, he is good. Very Seven, good. we have Paul Goldschmidt. Had an amazing season last year. To think that Goldie ranked 27 last year is remarkable. Yeah, I know. Now he's at seven. Great now he's year. At seven. Reigning in L MVP. That's right. Go. I like it. I like him there. Maybe a little higher, honestly. Yeah. Maybe a little higher. Yeah. Closer to one. Yeah. Number six, another Cardinal, uh, unfortunately. Nolan Arenado, <laughs> yeah. third baseman. He's just he's been good for a while. He yeah. can he's all around good. He's I mean, just he good. can glove it. He can rake. Uh he's just I feel like that's a fair ranking. I think so. Surprised by number five. I'm Manny too. Machado. Yeah. I don't know if He's all the way up there. Uh, had a great end of the year last year. Just got a huge contract extension. So good for him. Number four is a Nashville guy, Overton High School. Mookie uh, Betts. Mookie up there. He, again, this was another one. I feel like he's a little, that's maybe a little I think, generous. I think that might be a little bit high. Just a little bit. Um, he's proven his defense. He's proven yeah. his hitting. He's, he's still top ten. what he can do. He's easily top yeah. ten. I mean, Mookie is great. Um Man, he proved to me that he was a killer when Braves were playing in the COVID yeah. season in Globe Life Field um, in, in Texas, right? And he just had yeah. amazing defense and, and killed us. So, yeah. I like him, though. Number three, one of your top five favorite players I love uh, comes in at number three, and I feel like each of these three totally are in their rankings. Yeah, I think they have. Number three, Mike Trout, really, really great. I love Mike Trout. Love watching him play. Uh, one of the, you know, I guess he's getting a little older now, but, man, just a guy that you enjoy watching. Being the number three, this is the first time he hadn't been in the top two in, I want to say, about almost ten years. Yeah. Almost ten years that he hasn't been in the top two, which is pretty remarkable. It is. He's torn um, it up ever, as long yeah. as he's been in the league. He had a bad year last year, and he still hit 40 homers. He was injured for a long time. And a bad year, I say quote-unquote bad. That's very relative. And like 120 games he hit 40, was, right? Yeah, 120 games, 119 games, 999 OPS, which is great. Uh, and then a 6.3 war, which is just, yeah, you can't, you can't beat that. Yeah. Um, and then here we go, last two. 
Aaron Judge, great year last year. I don't think you can repeat it. 63 bombs? No. I, d- I don't think you can repeat it. How about him for betting on himself? Like he contract did. year? He said no. Contract year, he says no. He goes out and he, he, he hits 63. 62. 62. 62. It, it, was, yeah. it was amazing to watch. I remember you, me, and Hank at Jefferson's we were <laughs> in the middle of the— They'd cut. It was a, I think it was around the time he was at like 61. Yeah, it was to see if he would. They were showing every at-bat. Yeah. So I remember he didn't do it that night, but no. I remember But they, every time they'd clip over and say, oh, yeah. here's the live at-bat. Yeah. And then last but not least, number one, I agree with this, the best player in baseball right now. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Shohei Otani. He yep. can do it all. He'll strike out 14, and then the next night hit two bombs. He'll have eight RBIs one night, and then go five for five the next night. Um, or sorry, he'll go five for five with eight RBIs in the next night. I don't know. Win the game, throw yeah. nine innings. He can do it all. He can do it all, and he's one of the fastest players in the game too. Unbelievable! Like he is, he is a freak without a doubt. Yeah. the best player on the planet right now. Yeah. One of his most famous clips with the World Baseball Classic coming up, and we'll, we'll close with this: is that home run that he hit? I guess in 2016 or sometime, and he hit it basically out of the stadium yeah. in Japan. I mean. <laughs> Dude got put up, and then now he's in the league, and he's doing what he does best. He is is, an absolute monster. do some amazing things. Love watching Um, Well, man, that is a good, good top 100. I like it. I like walking through the top 100. Uh, We'll get to see a lot of these players in the next handful of weeks going to spring training. Uh, I get to go to Florida spring training for spring break. You're going to Arizona spring training and some World Baseball Classic. So we'll have an episode for you guys talking about that uh, in the coming weeks which we're excited about. Uh, but, hey, man, what a gift it's been being able to talk with you and just with, with you guys out there again today about one of our favorite topics, really, honestly, ever, uh, to, to right. sit down and talk about. What is the gospel? Uh, though not perfectly. Uh, I am not perfect. Jay is not perfect. Um, though we, we hope that we communicated well um, and, and, and simply, right, like a story. Right. Uh, we hope that we trans uh, or that we um, shared the transformative power there of the gospel um, and then ultimately, like, man, we want to be gospel fluent. We want to share it where we're at. Uh, I want to share it at baseball. I want to share it in the classroom because I just, I've got it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've got it down that story. Uh, what a gift it's been to be with you guys. Man, Jay, uh, this has been awesome. This has been awesome. And just thinking about this episode, man, love, love the message, love just yeah. talking about that. And, you know, let's go on from here. We talked about it earlier. Let's put on Christ. Let's do it. Let's put on Christ, man. That's awesome. Well, folks. Y'all go have fun. See ya.